Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. News Radio 1360 KKTX. What do we call the island... The island, Dale Rankin, owner, editor of the Island Moon in the box. If you have a question or comment on that or anything else, 560-558-9560-KKTX. Brother Dave, standing by with your sports. And as long as he and I have been talking about baseball and despite playing it for a long time, I have no idea what rating the Astros pitching is about. Absolutely none. Before we get to Dave, here's Brian with your traffic and weather together. Starting today, city crews will be working on McArdle Road between Everhart Road and Holmes Drive. McArdle Road will be reduced to one lane in each direction, and all side streets will still be open. Also starting today, AEP contractors are performing fiber optic installs on Staples Street between Cunningham Street and Cott Street. Staple Street northbound traffic will be reduced to one lane, and the center turning lane will be closed to traffic on this section of Staples. We'll see partly cloudy skies today with a high of 91. A few passing clouds tonight with a low of 79. Right now we're looking at cloudy skies with a temperature of 81 degrees. And with your sports, here's Brother Dave Evans. Good morning, guys. Well, the Astros swept the Rangers by beating them Sunday 5-3 at Minute Maid Park. It was Houston's fifth in a row. Aledmus Diaz out since last May with a strained left hammy. We end tonight's series opener against the A's, who are six and a half games out. Carlos Correa, he's set to return Friday. On other diamonds, speaking of the A's, they fell to the Twins 7-6. The Angels dropped the M's 9-3. The Padres punished the Cubbies 5-1. And the Rockies doubled up the Yankees 8-4. In local sports, Two Springfield Cardinals club the tying and go-ahead home runs in the ninth inning yesterday to shock the hooks three to two at Waterburger Field. Corpus is now eyeing a series split tonight. Listen to every pitch right here on News Radio thirteen sixty KKTX six forty five starting at five forty five with the pregame show followed by the game at six fifteen. And finally, Jim. All is well with the world. The Dallas Cowboys report to training camp this week. The rookies report Thursday. Jim, that's your sports update. Yeah, but uh, Ezekiel Elliott is going to be out of the country. Uh, that, that's that's fodder. That's fine. I don't know. I'm just football is back on TV. You know, it's great. But now, of course, as an Astro fan. We've still got a lot of Astro, a lot of baseball to go. Don't get me wrong, because I was there, Jim, this weekend with my 90-year-old mother mm-hmm. at Minute Maid Park. I got to see our buddy Chris Davinsky strike out the side. Uh, it, it was just a wonderful weekend. The Astros just just set records and uh, clubbed a lot of home runs. Did you uh, get to talk to Chris? No, I didn't, but I did get to talk to Reed Ryan. You did? Yes, sir. Sure did. He hugged Colleen. We got to have a nice little conversation. It, he is the literally the PR, the nicest young guy I've ever met in my life when it's running 
uh, organization that big. Oh yeah, and amazing uh, that he can remember to uh, come see you and exactly wish your mom happy birthdays. <laughs> It's phenomenal, Jim. The crawfish boxes, I I swear, they did a deal on ranking, uh, rating the Houston Astros pitching. I understand nothing about that. Yeah, Jim, listen, as soon as they introduced the stat war... Yeah, oh, yeah. I, okay. I'm like, if I got to pull out something out of my pocket to figure something out, it's beyond me. So the, the, yeah, the, here the, <clears throat> this they offer as a an explanation. Each non bunt, non pitcher batting plate appearance is sorted into one of the following twelve categories. Twelve. There are twelve different things you can do <laughs> when what when you're hitting. Uh, I, I yeah, you know. I, listen, you know, Max Stassi started Sunday, okay? Because uh, Janetta started the first two games. That's right. the way it is. Because you know, you got to take it. So they're showing this stat that Max Stassi's the back, second best at framing strikes. I'm well, like, Stasi, you know how what? You, how do you come even come up with a stat like that? Stasi has always had good. He he's always graded well on and holding frame. that glove. Well, no framing, and, framing the zone. I understand framing. Yeah, I understand. But it's just amazing that they've got a stat for that. Is there a difference between throwing a strike and framing a strike? I don't know. <laughs> it makes it seem like it. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, they could put in a category for moving your head so you don't get hit by the ball if you're the wrong Astro. Hey, did you see that guy just walk off the field yesterday? Uh-uh. The, the pitcher in the uh, eighth inning for the Rangers, right? Yeah. He, he's warming up. He's warming up. He's getting ready to throw his last warm-up pitch. The catcher throws it back to him. He catches it in the glove and just drops it. Then he drops his head and just walks off the field. I didn't see that. Everybody is just looking at each other like, what just happened? He walks into the dugout, and with his other arm, not his right arm, he gets his glove and throws it down the ground so hard it literally probably broke his glove. So we're all figuring he literally threw his arm out. Warming up, and Jim, you know, and Colleen's like, "Why would he react like that?" I said, "Babe, that's his whole career." Yeah, that's mm. that's like all of a sudden you're a you're a Navy you know pilot and you fly and you lose your eyesight. I mean, literally, one out of one billion people get to play baseball, and his arm just blew out warming up. He was upset. We couldn't figure it out at first why he just dropped the ball and walked off the field. It was crazy. Well, what did they say? That he had something happened in his right arm. It looked like it was his elbow. It's a Texas Rangers pitcher, you know, and so I didn't really get that much out of it. But they later on, uh, when we got home late last night, I found that it sounded like it was his elbow. But uh, my first but anyway, thought would have been he's re- he wants to renegotiate his contract. That's some well, that, leverage. That doesn't work. That's, that's <laughs> not the way it, that happens. All right, <laughs> and you say that uh, rumor. Going around about Ezekiel Elliott being out of the country is not right? No, it, it, no, I didn't mean it like that, Jim. I apologize. What I meant was I was just uh, so excited to have football back. I, oh. you know, whether he's here or not, that 
is relevant to me, right? I'm so excited about having football. Well, he college, probably doesn't need training camp, training camp, right? Anyway, he's just it's just more reps that he doesn't need. Oh, he would. You won't see him to, even if he was at training camp. You wouldn't see him until yeah, September. I, yeah, I think Elliot's kind of upset because the Cowboys have prioritized these tensions for Prescott and Cooper. Now, I disagree. The uh, the narrative now, Blake, in the NFL is the running backs are getting less and less uh, money. Yeah, they're because becoming commodities. Of, right. Because of their position, they're thinking that these kids that are coming out of the college now are almost as good as uh, pretty much right. It's a, it's a position that you can really coach real easy is what they're saying. Now, the only thing is I believe Ezekiel is the exception to that rule, no doubt. So we'll see what happens. So when do the colleges come back? Are they are they in training camp yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they'll be – they're literally hitting each other's heads right as we're. They speaking. start a week earlier than the pros, yeah, right? They do exactly. No, we'll see football here in a week or two. I saw the the uh, media days it? for the Big Twelve over the weekend. There, three new coaches. I yeah, think. three new football coaches. And the uh, the thing we were talking about Friday, um, the the kid uh, from Longview that's. Uh, Going to play for the Aggies. Yes, Tyler. Uh, Harris Tyler, yes. The number one recruit really? uh, for the Aggies. Jimbo Fisher, guys. We should really be talking about him. Because the, uh, Jimbo Fisher, when Jim and I talked about Fisher coming over, that's the first thing that Jim and I said. I said, this guy, look at all the NFL quarterbacks this guy has groomed. Yep. And that's exactly what this kid said, beside he likes to hunt and fish. That's another thing going for him. Is that, is that he knows that that's a pathway to the NFL? That is just, that is just really, there, it paid off. Where are the where are the AGs in terms of ratings, preseason ratings in the SEC? Uh, behind Alabama, behind <laughs> behind like five of their own <laughs> SEC opponents, uh, where everybody is. Right. Where if you know, they're just glad to be mentioned with them when they play them every once. Well, time. I saw the the uh, comment from uh, from the the Alabama coach about uh, transfers. He's not happy with transfer with how easy it is for players to transfer and not have to sit out. Well, Jalen Hurt transferred from his program to Oklahoma. Well, he's he he's famous for gray shirting players, and oh, yeah. it's hard well, to guys, do that when they that can leave. For, what, you guys, y'all remember when? They used to have to sit out for a year and yeah. whatnot and everything, and it's a slow transition to we're seeing, just like in the NFL and the NBA especially, that uh, you're getting more and more rights for these young men that are going off to college. Right. And, uh, they're saying, I want four years, I want control of my four years. You're seeing a lot more of that. Well, the UT quarterback's at SMU now, right? Yeah, they're the, point, the case in point right there. So it started it's, with the B. Buchel, Shane Buchel. Yeah, Buchel. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, the, the graduates yeah, I, I think it's wrong that a kid, just because he gets cut at one school, has to sit out at another school because of a coach's judgment yeah. or whatever. Well, the gray shirting, you know, it's that puts all control in the hands of the coach because they'll they'll tell them the day before the, de- the transfer deadline they don't have a scholarship. Hey, hey, explain the gray. Because they, what happens is you got a kid that comes in as a freshman and he's going into his junior year, and the day before he can transfer somewhere else, he's told he doesn't have a scholarship anymore. He can he can still play, but he's now a walk-on because they gave his scholarship 
to an incoming freshman, and it's too late for him to go anywhere. And even if he did, he has to sit for a year. Now, if he sees it coming, he can have another school lined up. And if they if they tell him, you know, the day it's before a, the it's deadline, it's he a can go. Jersey. It's, it's no a one great understands. Well, it's, it's, so it's many it well a red shirt is when they sit you your freshman right. year. That's simple. A, a That's gray another. shirt is where they sit you after your freshman year. If you're a say you're a junior and they recruit somebody at your position. That's a freshman that they that's going to the start. Are different though, that's the only thing. They're they're, they're different. Now you can go. Transferred. Now well, you, you now you can go. They well, what are the rules for high school? It's about the same thing. You have to set out a semester before. Uh, Speaking of which, Jim, I was talking to a, a, a UIL coach uh, in Houston this weekend. They had their their final you know uh, high school. And let's all meet and greet together. 10,000 yeah. high school football coaches met in Houston this weekend. 10,000? 10,000. There wasn't a white sock left in town. He said, oh. I saw this, this guy, Jim, and he goes, you know, it's really crazy. He said, uh, we leave our families to, you know, to come up here to get together one more time to leave our families for six months. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but he said I was talking to him about the rules, and and he's a young man. Well, I say young man. He's been down at Ed Couch Elsa for over twenty years as a head coach down there, and uh, he said it's not like you know, off the records, not like we used to be when we all grew up. That uh, you could basically start in May <laughs> and coach whatever you wanted to. It's very, very, very regulated down there. Right. Oh, how many days you can have them on the field, and that's how sort of many hours, Why? how many minutes. There's a there are a lot of players that have a a parent in, in a couple of different school districts, and they slide back and forth. They play baseball at one and football at the other. It's common. Can you do that? There's a couple of schools around here that are known for that. Can you do that? There's, it's being done. Yeah. Wow. Let's <laughs> what do you that? You mean you? Change during schools the, during yeah. football season. Well, you you play football at one place and baseball at another, and it's wow. it, and it's if you have the residency requirements, you can do that, and there's no penalty for it. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you can change your residency that fast. Well, like- if you have a father in one and a mother in another, oh, I see. then you just pick up oh. and move. Yeah, and and, and you can okay. see it. It was one grandparents or uncles or yeah, aunt. yeah. That's still there's a, way, uh, a lot of ways to game that, game that system. Yeah. Wow. All right, Dave, I appreciate it. Thanks, bad, guys. News Radio thirteen sixty KKTX seven twenty six Lago here. Dale Rankin in the box with Blake Ferenthal. I just got a text from Dodson Lewis. You're correct about the transfers. That's where I got it. <laughs> oh, all right. He was the one telling me about it. Um, the uh, what was the question I just asked you guys? Where's your phone? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, aside from that, um, there was. Uh, well, I was I was telling you about the oh uh, the the. Reunion you went to on oh. the weekend. Okay, people that you have worked in newsrooms with in the past. Yeah, did uh, y'all talk about the uh, bashing that's going on and how completely untrustworthy your profession has become? No, we were we were police reporters. So oh, you were? Yeah, mostly that was it was a police reporters union and so reunion and so it was there were some homicide detectives there from 
from uh, SAPD and people, some people I hadn't seen in going on 30 years. And hardly any of them are still in the business. It's everybody's scattered. You know, you get a PR job that's nine to five with, you know, a little more security. You don't have to wake up at uh, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and you don't station. have to worry about somebody buying the paper and running everybody off. You know, these 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 was these were reporters from the the news and the express before it was the express news. I started on the news and then the light as well. Mm-hmm. So it was three separate papers. And of course, the people on the light really got the short end of the stick because their parent company was Hearst, and they bought the express news and shut down the light. So the light just kind of went away. It had been there since the 20s, I think, and it just one day it just wasn't there anymore. Well, how do you explain the uh, growth of your newspaper and the difficulty other papers well, are having? I, you know, I, I think it's just hyper-local, you know. I, I, don't, I don't cover anything above the state house, and I mostly cover the county courthouse and city hall and right. stuff really – Stuff that affects people's lives, the stuff that turns up on your tax notice and the stuff that determines who fixes the potholes in front of your house or your your uh, POA that determines what color you can paint right. your house. You know, stuff that kind of close to the close to to the ground. You but know, does anybody really fix your potholes? Uh, you know, we on the island, we have we get we get uh, we get facelifts. <laughs> they put new they put new asphalt down. But y'all are blessed because yeah, you have the sand <laughs> instead of the clay soil. Yeah, which if you with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, roads if you build better. the roads right, it's okay. If you don't, you get a you get the little roller coaster thing going on. We've got a little bit of that at the Aquarius Extension. And if they if they build this bridge, that's going to get worse because that's going to become the thoroughfare back through the neighborhoods. But most no, mostly what we were, you know, we're we're uh, people of a certain age, so we come we came from the three newspaper market, so it was a little different experience than what it is now. And then a lot of and a lot of people that started in tele, in print ended up in television because the money was better. The uh, letters to the editor page I thought was uh, particularly good. Uh, they only got 
uh, uh, about 20 more minutes because we got to let him go today. And uh, we'll cover that. Uh, some of the stuff that was uh, asked and answered in the Island Moon coming up. News Radio 1360 KKTX. Lago here. Glad you're along this morning. It's 0736. Dale Rankin in the box. We're talking about some of the things that were in the uh, Island Moon, the uh, July 18th edition. Do you remember where you were when uh, the moon landing happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was uh, thoughts of that and uh, the just disbelief that I had uh, standing in a living room watching an old black and white television and I could not shy is coming from the moon uh, yeah <laughs> yeah I know I was the same way I was I was matriculating at East Cliff Elementary in Portland and uh, <clears> I got <throat> to stay up late because it was late it was some it was lit late in oh, the evening yeah. when, it, when they when it actually happened. And uh, yeah, I was I was the same way. It seemed kind of surreal, you know. Like you go outside and look at the moon. Yeah, well, I can't see anybody, but I know they're up there. <laughs> and how we played in, in some media <clears throat> outlets downplayed that as misogynistic and uh, gender bending, and of course, yeah, racist. I, I, yeah. I thought. Well, there was an article yesterday. In uh, the New York Times about kind of along those lines, but basically what the reason that the astronauts, they they all came from, they were jet pilots. Yeah. And so that's what was reflected in the astronaut staff. It was the people who were flying fighter jets because they wanted people who could, you know, react to trouble and were, you know, could could best fly things. Best of the best. Yeah. And we're to understood G-force and – Yeah. I mean – well, also, if something goes wrong up there, like it what was it Apollo thirteen, where they had to they had to fix it with it. duct tape, yeah, yeah, and that, so that's what they were looking for. And so we well, we had a story this time about this guy that was living on the island, who was uh, he wanted to be in the an astronaut. Well, he came to the island to get flight get go to flight school because mm-hmm. his uncle was there. Because you had to have that that tradition has stayed in the astronaut program that to, you have to you have to have wings. In order to get certain, right, do certain things, so he, so he came down to to uh, the island to do that. We're hoping to get some reports from him from space this week if we can. They have email up there. Did you take a camera and a copy of the island? No, I tried that. We had a guy from some years ago. There was a guy from the bluff that was the uh, the pilot. And uh, he was going to take the front page and do a traveling Dr. Fossum's moon. brother. And uh, they wouldn't let him. <laughs> he got, they only get so much weight, right? So he was only going to take the front page. But they they had some rule about, you know, if, if, I, if he did it for me, then, yeah. yeah. This guy that's up there now took his, his great uncle, I think it was, or his uncle, his uh, wings from World War II. He flew off the Lexington. He was mm-hmm. a fighter pilot, flew off the Lexington. And he took his bomber jacket and his wings with him on, on this, Did he? the one that's up there now. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But He's, Dr. Fossum, that's the dentist right there on the SPID over there by 
uh, the boat storage place. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. His brother. I talked. Uh, yeah, I interviewed his brother. Really? Yeah. Well, he's yeah. He was at one point. That was the plan. But that NASA shot. <laughs> NASA didn't. They shot the moon down. They, they didn't want. It, they didn't want us doing that. So what would you? What would you take, Helaga? What do you mean? What would I? If take? you were going to space shuttle or going into space, what would you take? I don't. You don't have to think about that. That's probably not a fair question because I don't think I could answer that question. I, I'd take a pistol because I don't know what's up there. I'm not sure why you would take anything other than what a pistol is, is required <laughs> or a pistol. No, I, I would take a flag or something. You know, something. I don't know. I'd you take could, something. You could cut it into pieces and donate it. You know. I'll never do that. Something you could donate to. You know, something you could turn into a charity thing or yeah. something. What? Handed down to your family. This uh, flag yeah. actually flew on the moon. Yeah, something yeah. along those lines. I don't know. I don't know what I would take. Probably wouldn't occur to me to. I'd be so worried Box about of, how am I going to throw up on everybody. <laughs> Box of Cracker Jacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz. Well, so, yeah, I, I had. Uh, I've got a, two boxes of moon pies left over from the. Barefoot Mardi Gras parade, so I handed a few of those out. Oh, that was great! Of, of the, this way to get them out of my office, you know, people give away moon pies. They're the small ones, so when you throw them at kids, it doesn't hurt them when it hits them. You know, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> get in the parade and throw one of those big moon pies and bounce it off some kid's head who's not looking and start crying. I bet those don't uh, want to do that, so I get the minis now. You think the you're going to get injuries. You'd think it would be the beads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I learned that the hard way with the moon pies. You throw them high up in the air so when they hit, they don't bounce off anybody. <laughs> you get in a lot of trouble that way. The uh, round things? Yeah. Moon pies. That's what I throw in parades. It's a uh, – what is it now? Two – Cookies and marshmallow cream. Yeah, they're different mm. flavors. You have to get them out of Alabama. I hate those things. <laughs> I, just, I, I occasionally get in the mood for one. They go. They're, they're good. They're good. Like road food, you get at a gas station. And an RC cola. Mar. RC cola and a moon pie. Where did that come from? There's actually a song. Big Bill Lister had a song. RC cola and a moon pie and a maple on the hill. He he was a uh, he remember the Hank, guy. the Hank Williams song. There's a tear in my beer. Yeah, Big Bill Lister found a copy of that in his attic back in the eighties with the, the original Hank Williams recording when his wife was cleaning out the attic, and and he, that was his two big hits: a tear in my beer and RC Cola and a moon pie. They were the story was I talked to him. Big Bill he I think he's passed away now. He lived up in – he was moving up to Bernie. He lived downtown. He's moving up to Bernie. And so his wife's cleaning out the attic, and she says there's a pile of – there was acetates, the old 78 acetates up in the attic. So she put them out in the backyard, and he's going through them, and he finds one, and he doesn't know what it is, and he puts it on, and it's Hank Williams doing a demo of that song. So he called uh, Hank Jr. when he came through town. He called Minnie Pearl because he knew Minnie Pearl. And she, when Hank Williams came to town, him and his producer showed up at Lister's house, and he put that record on, and he said, as soon as the, the producer heard the guitar part, before this, the vocals started, he took it off because he knew who it was. And so all of a sudden, all of the 
Hank Williams anthologies were missing a song because they the, Lister was touring with Hank Williams out in West Texas sometime back in the 50s, I guess it would have been, or even mm-hmm. the 40s. And Lister was a teetotaler, and and he turns in his record, and the record company says, you need a beer-drinking song. Well, he didn't drink beer, so he didn't – so he, Hank, he asked Hank Williams, and he said Hank Williams would write. He pound out – he'd sit in the front seat, and he'd pound out the melody on the dashboard – and a guy, and he, as he would come up with a word, somebody'd write them down, and that's how he wrote the song. They went, in, they went into a radio station somewhere up in the Panhandle, and Hank Williams cut this demo on an acetate. Remember, like he used to cut yeah, commercials right. on, and he gave it to him. So Lister learns the song, and throws the acetate in a pile, and it, it ended up in his, ended up in his attic up in San Antonio. Wow. When he's moving, they found it. And so all of a wow. sudden, and remember Hank Hank Williams Jr. made a video where they where they edited with Hank Senior. and they and they did a duet. Yeah, on that song. Did a duet, yeah. Wow. So that's where that that's the yeah. Wow. R.C. Cola and a moon pie and a maple on the hill. I knew I had heard that <laughs> before. That was just, that was a big hit somewhere back in I don't know probably the fifties. Um. Astronaut Clayton Anderson took Dotson Lewis's whistle. Oh, he did into outer space. <laughs> and Dotson still has. I just got you heard the ding. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Do you invite people in to look at the whistle? <laughs> I would. Does it, does it Why have not? a special place on the bookshelf? Well, in one of these plexiglass boxes. What yeah. flight was that astronaut on? What Clayton Anderson. I'll have to look it up. I'll do that here in a second. News Radio 1360 KKTX, so 751. Lago here, Dale Rankin in the box with Blake Ferentold. Anderson, what was his name? Uh, astronaut. What was the guy's first name? Was it uh, Clayton? Yeah, Clayton Anderson. I remember him because he had the, the water floating around in the in the cockpit. Oh, really? Drops of water. Yeah. Um, but it was on International Space Station uh, 15. That's when they changed the... Uh, you know, when we were cooperating with everybody, oh. making the space program and more. he took Dotson's whistle up. Yeah, diverse. Uh, the other th- uh, thing we were talking about, naming the island that uh, in the island moon. Mm-hmm. This, this is from the letters to the editor. And uh, so what if some Yahoo asks... Someone on the island where South Padre is. Just repeat, this is Padre Island. South Padre Island is down there, about three hours away. Yep. So, that's, can, yeah, can we get you a room here? <laughs> right, that's about it. Or they're, they're asking for a hotel that we don't have. Yeah. And all we have to do is drop the South. I really think that would help, and that and, and that's the simple thing to start. If you start with the name of the street, 
then why not? You know, well, and that you could really name the rename the street without it causing a big deal. You just change the signs, and everybody changes their stationary yeah. and advertising as as they go over time. Yeah. yeah, you know, I and you, you start with that. I mean, the fact is, here you've got a a bridge being built by the city. That's being called the Park Road 22 Bridge. Well, the signs, if you go, you can go block to block on the island, and they sw- they change. One will say South Padre Island Drive. The next one will say Park Road 22, and then the next one will say South Padre Island Drive. So when the, when the island was annexed, they never formally changed the name from Park Road 22. So the question – so before the, it was annexed, it changed it to city limits. When the city limits was in 1980 – when it came over the bridge, it was, the name of the street wasn't changed. So you you still have you even have confusion there because it was never changed from Park Road Twenty Two. So you know a little cohesion, brand cohesion would be nice. Do the numbers restart at Park Road Twenty Two, no. or do they just keep? No, they started. Start they issues? start at North and South Padre. What's Island the dividing Drive. line? Is it Crosstown or is no, it? No, it's it's actually it's north of Old Brownsville Road. It's no, it's yeah, it, it changes over here north of where we are now. I was surprised. I looked that up the I'm other gonna day. Going to look that up too because yeah. it's way. I thought it would be the crosstown or even somewhere over along the restaurant row, but it's not. It's it's north of the crosstown, and I think it's just one of those things that's over the years has slipped through the cracks. You know, they just we never changed it from Park Road Twenty Two, and now the city limits go all the way into Clayburg County. So, which is way past where anybody lives. I I don't even know what the process for that is. You know that the at the uh, ISAC meeting last last week or last month, whenever it was, <laughs> the time runs together. Yeah, they talked about a speed limit along that piece of road, and the city guy said that the way that's a state highway. They said that the way the Speed limits are set. Is it's the speed that eighty percent of the people drive at? So you want to know where it changes between North Padre Island and South Padre Island Drive? I will tell you where. As soon as you pass Evans Glass, it becomes South Padre Island Drive. Evans Glass. So Bear Lane. Bear Lane. Yeah. It's North Padre Island Drive between Bear Lane and wherever it ends, and then it's South Padre Island Drive beyond that. So most of so you would be changing the name all the way down through from the crosstown all the way through to to Claiborne County basically. Yep. And oddly, North Padre Island Drive becomes a frontage road to I thirty seven. So it doesn't keep going; it goes right, and it's North Padre Island Drive as you go down the frontage road uh, to like navigation. I think so. Most of it is. Is South Padre Island Drive right? But North Padre Island Drive also parallels thirty-seven uh, down, you know, to net like to navigation. Well, I don't, I don't. Well, there look, there are a lot of people that are confused. They, it's the access road that is North Pod, is North or South Padre right. Island Drive. The freeway is actually three fifty-eight, Texas right. three fifty-eight. Until it becomes Park Road 22. Well, I, you know, my guess is, and, I, and I, over the years I've talked to several people that have approached me and asked, you know, they think they're on South Padre Island. Mm-hmm. And I think probably what goes on 
is they, they just get in their phone or they put in their GPS, South Padre Island, and South Padre Island Drive comes up, and they make the assumption, well, if it's South Corpus Padre Island, it must right. be South Padre Island. And so they miss the turn back where you go off to Kingsville between here and San Antonio, and they see a sign that says Padre Island, and next thing you know, they're standing in a parking lot at a stripes store three hours away from where they're supposed to be. And that'll teach you to use Google Maps or Waze. <laughs> I don't. I got, I got lost in Live Oak because I was, I was doing that. All right. Thanks, Dale. I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.